Hi, everyone. This is Divided Films, a podcast where we talk about movies that audiences and critics do not agree on. My name is JJ. With me is my co-host, Keith. Hello. And today, our special guest is our good friend, Sebastian, who is a writer. How are you doing, Sebastian? Doing good. How are you? Good, Thank you man. for being here. It's yes. my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, today, we are talking about... The Blair Witch Project. That we are. The 1999 horror film uh, directed by Daniel Merrick and Eduardo Sanchez. I don't say a lot of Spanish names, so please bear with me. Uh, (laughs) So uh, this movie, um, you know, I remember making a lot of waves when it came out, even though we were much younger. We were like kids, basically. Oh, yeah. This movie came out 20 20 years ago now. 20 years ago. This movie felt like had a kind of a... Kind of a weird aura around it, kind of folklore around it. You hear yeah. stories about, oh, did you see the Blair Witch Project or something? It, it felt real. It felt like well, the actors, thing. the actors on their IMDb's were deceased. Oh, they, were, they really kind of the marketing for this movie was a plus. Yeah, we yeah, can totally true. like that'd be one of the things we get into. This is a movie where you know they totally like mess with audiences, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, people weren't sure if this is real or not, which is like so crazy. Um, this this movie falls into the category. Uh, of a positive Rotten Tomatoes score with critics and a negative score with audiences. Does that surprise you that it's critics who like this and not necessarily audiences? It kind of surprised me that audiences weren't into it. I thought it would be the opposite. The, considering yeah. the, I guess, the proliferation of found footage film and mm-hmm. the popularity of you know, say, paranormal activity, which is a huge moneymaker for yeah. Blumhouse. People love you know? paranormal activity. I know? wonder, like, is that... Is that over? How, is that over time the the cinema score among uh, among viewers well, has gotten that low? Like, mm-hmm. what, what was? I wonder. Is there any? Have you found out the reaction at the time? Was there? Is there any kind of like? Yeah, it's tough. You know, going by Rotten Tomatoes scores is interesting with older movies because um, you know some of these. You know, the the website I believe was founded in '98, so anything before that obviously is a retroactive sort of uh, true, true. take on it. '99 though. Um, I think, you know, you can definitely find audience reviews, like comments that are very recent, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think people, I feel like this is something that's still kind of like a prevailing sort of, um, you know, meter as to like what audiences and critics still feel about this movie. I feel like, you know, to me actually kind of makes sense. I remember this movie was very pervasive in pop culture Mm. and it was very fashionable to kind of bash this movie uh, and make fun of it. You know, like, oh, nothing happens in this movie. I was shaking the cameras, you know, parodying different scenes of like, you know, with the camera in Heather's face. The one scene was like a very like, um, scary movie and scary movie made fun I of that bet if you opened up a lot of time capsules from 1999 you would find this movie in it oh yeah like this so, movie's yeah. a time capsule like it represents like the late 90s well, not only what it started but just like oh yeah this is 1999 in a nutshell yeah well I think I wasn't my one thing about this movie is like I've always known about it I've never watched it the first time I watched it was this week yeah same and so I had this kind of hype, and I wasn't sure how well it would have aged. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I think it holds up. I think it absolutely holds up, and I was, I'm kind of surprised that people didn't dig it. I guess at the time it was kind of something totally different. Yeah, I know? think you know. I think this is not necessarily the first found footage film, but this is definitely, I think, the first like popular one, or at least it really got the um, sort of genre or subgenre mm-hmm. uh, rolling. 
And this also, you know, 1999 came at a time where, like, you know, the internet is still in its, like, first phase, and you can, like, have a lot of, like, you can't really find the answers as to, like, what really was going on with this. You're given, like, a website where, if I'm not mistaken, the website was the lore, the legend of the Blair Witch, and, Mm -hmm. like, uh, in 1994, these, these... people went missing like it, mm-hmm. it, it it's in that 1999 style website where yeah. like something follows your mouse yeah you know, like, it's, it's, uh, cheesy graphics I think too mm-hmm. the very premise of this movie will keep it kind of timeless because yeah. the idea the conceit of this movie is that this is found footage from like these film students that was made in 1994 so oh, if you okay. keep, you know, even though this was released in 1999, it says this is like, you know, the ground in 94 disappeared. So, you know, the very idea, you can say this was footage found, you know, if you were to release this movie now, you can say, oh, this this footage found like 25 years ago or, you know, however long when you want to release it. Mm-hmm. So I think the, but the very premise of this movie will keeps it kind of timeless. Yeah, I can understand because looking back, no one's commenting like every day on the Blair Witch audience, like I was, I was seeing, uh, I was seeing it go back a few years. Mm-hmm. I could, I really do enjoy this movie. I could see this isn't a sleepover. Like if I brought this to a sleepover, people would be very disappointed. Like this isn't <laughs> yeah. like it's not a slasher. It's not a slasher. It's it's very it's when we get into it, it's basically people losing their minds. It's a, it's a psychological thriller. Absolutely. Definitely uh, has the psychological element. Which, also a little bit of, con- I, it's kind of funny in the beginning. They're, they're banter together. Like it, they're convincing. They're It's well, good acting. I feel like I know people like <laughs> actors, uh, stayed in character for all eight days. Well, they're basically playing fictionalized versions of themselves. The characters names are the same names as the actors, which gives a really good sense of realism. And I feel like that's a word that'll be, pretty prevailing when you talk about this but I, the, realism. the filmmakers were like they they only communicated through walkie-talkies like you just go here they actually went into the woods and got lost and mm-hmm. pretended that, like they they method it as best they could and, yeah. I, and i think that added to the best part of the movie to be yeah, fair yeah. if i'm in the actor's shoes and like i'm spending several nights in the woods and like the production crew is creating scary sounds out in the distance i'm gonna be kind of spooked like i might oh, be yeah. actually kind of scared the, the context is important either way it's gonna be creepy if you, if you think about even like ghost hunting shows like you, you can say all those shows are bullshit which you more than likely hard. Yeah. But uh, Zach Baggins is a national treasure. <laughs> I love Zach Baggins. I thought it was real. Uh, he's my favorite tool. He's my favorite. <laughs> he's my favorite. But, uh, but yeah, so like, even if you, can, if you think it's bullshit, I mean, it's if you're in an abandoned building in the dark, the pitch black, you're going to get freaked out. <laughs> that house is like terrifying. Um, just real quick. So here is the Craig's consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, full of creepy campfire scares, Mock Doc, The Blair Witch Project, keeps audiences in the dark about its titular villain, mm. thus proving that imagination can be as scary as anything on screen. Oh, yeah. Um, now, with all these sort of critics' consensus we've done with, like, these other movies we talked about, I usually like to find, like, a key word. And my favorite word from this consensus is campfire. This seems like the kind of story you might tell around, like, a campfire, like, a spooky, like, campfire story, you know, like, the story about the film students who went looking for the witch, and they got lost, and no one saw them again. You know, this definitely has, I think, some, like, classic um, sort of, like, scares that, um, you know, really, you know, if you were to manifest a movie out of a campfire story, this is what you get. Yeah, what I liked about... 
that the concept the, the Blair Witch is that how unspecific they were about the mythology. It was uh-huh. like so kind of inconsistent and incongruous and so like you can kind of build around it yourself like they don't like they don't give you much to work with mm-hmm. and that's where my imagination comes in jersey devil like yeah you know, the mythology yeah, we're, exactly. jersey, we're jersey boys here so like the mythology is like i must have heard there's there must be at least like four stories of origin stories oh, of the yeah. jersey devil and yeah you're, you're getting people that go like oh yeah like you know she people she, have heard one like, thing they've heard another thing well, I, I wonder like i don't know what that was if they were just asking random people if they knew what the Blair Witch was and these people were making it up as it went oh. or if they were actually like given some kind of like prompt. I actually have a sample fact for you. Oh yeah? Uh, the actors were requested to interview the townspeople who often unbeknownst to the actors were planted by the directors. Oh. As a result, the expression oh, on the actors' faces were unrehearsed. Huh. So this movie like, this so movie gets top marks for like Method, non-method. I don't know. It's just like it's a method to the best level. Sixty thousand dollars can get you. I think it's like uh-huh. it's very much like an experimental sort of uh, thing. You know, like yeah. again, like their the dialogue is very improv. You know, they're they're filming lots of footage that has to get whittled down for the final cut. Um, you know, to get like ninety minutes worth of footage. Yeah, usable footage. They're you know um, they're basically playing themselves. Even in the they, that experiment continues into the marketing and the release of the movie. So I think it's it's something I really admire what they did. It definitely seemed like a, a concept that they followed through all the way. Um, but you know, as we go into this, we have to just remember, keep in mind that you know, at least this seemed like a premise that critics were a little more on board with than audiences. I think uh, you know, you just were to talk about the premise. It's a very simple premise. It's a very simple story. I would say the premise is something like you know, three film students in the style of found footage. Three film students go into the woods for to make a documentary about an urban legend uh, called the Blair Witch, um, and are simply never seen again. And you are seeing like the the footage that they had captured in the, um, you know before they disappeared forever. And that you know uh, is like a very kind of like loose sort of premise and throughout the movie that's basically all you're getting really. yeah well, I think it must have been refreshing in a way I mean what was like what kind of what kind of horror movies were coming out at that time before Blair Witch Project Scream was popular the one where Owen Wilson loses his head in the house oh that was oh, bad that was the Haunting the Haunting that, that, was, that like, was the Hill House that was the yeah yeah but the, the predecessor to the Netflix this is like that's like 98 90 like Haunted Houses were big in the late 90s yeah there was right? House on a Haunted Hill which I remember uh, seeing Scream Scream was uh, it. Scream. some slash. So this is yeah. So this was like something new. This is Burkittsville, formerly Blair. It is a small, quiet Maryland town, much like a small, quiet town anywhere. No more than twenty families laid their roots here over two hundred years ago. Many of whom remain, either on this hill, or in the town below. There are an unusually high number of children laid to rest here most of whom passed in the 1940s. Yet no one in the town seems to recall anything unusual about this time, to us anyway. Yet legend tells a different story, one whose evidence is all around us, etched in stone. This goes back to my, th- uh, like a theory I have about like movies like Hereditary or The Witch, that th- this movie for context premiered at Sundance in that setting, I, it did so well. Like people are walking out mm. going, like, "Wow, that's really scary." And it does well with critics. And people, critics, marketing is like this. This is 
really scary. Mm-hmm. And the average movie moviegoer is like, okay, I'm about to see one of the scariest movies of all time. And all they get, I guess, they scary want subjective. they they want the scary subjective, but they want the they want the scream, they want the they they're expecting to see the Blair Witch. They yeah. want payoff, and then or they like. Don't get it. And they, exactly. they don't get it. And they just like, I just watched three kids run around in the, like. But the movie's so much more than that. I it's think a, it's a, three kids losing their mind. I feel like it's a very tense movie. You know, I feel like when they first start to realize they're lost and the tension starts to build and they're like, okay, just one more night. And then after the next day, that's, you know, I feel like it does a good job. It does a good job of uh, transitioning from a sort of like, camaraderie we're doing this thing in the woods to this like freak out like oh my god like we gotta get out of here once heather yeah. gets lost they're like oh pointing god, fingers at each tomorrow. other yeah pointing fingers at each other really like losing it and then actually the night sequences mm-hmm. when you know things like that's when like you know you're as an audience member it sets you up that you know each night something even worse is going to happen you have to brace yourself I, I found the night sequences very unsettling oh yeah i thought so too and this movie is to actually is the gold standard for they have a reason why the cameras last that long yeah, yeah. and why they keep uh shooting as opposed to other found footage movies like right turn they, off the camera yeah turn they, off the camera they, like, the, they do have a line i didn't notice it in any like i always see this movie like every couple of years because mm-hmm. i do think it's a uh, it's a fun movie in the beginning. It's kind of a. I would love to see this movie. It's just a. It's kind of comedic, as you said. The banter when yeah. they lose the map. I'm actually cracking up because mm. he's like yelling, like "God damn it!" It's uh, but uh, and then it becomes like a psychological, like mm-hmm. oh, these people are absolutely losing their minds. Yeah, what was that? It's more about that. And they what there was. I did discover that they actually. Uh, was the, the Blair Witch was gonna be? It was gonna be a woman in white. Yeah. And they shot it, or if I'm not mistaken, the they were supposed to shoot it, but the, the cameraman camera- never turned in the direction. So there's the scene where their tent gets like knocked into or something, and they all mm-hmm. run out of the tent, and you hear Heather go, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, yeah. But you don't see what it is, and it turns out that they did have someone that the camera is supposed to pan to, mm-hmm. uh, but they never did. But I think that's kind of cool, too. It sticks yeah. to the Hitchcockian of, like, less is more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, this is the, the and well, this is like, like a happy accident. The end-all right? be-all of less is more. Like, it's kind of like the, sure. the, the, the as good as uh, the shark breaking down in Jaws and just like, okay, we're not going to show the shark that much. It's yeah. Like, okay. It we're worked just, out. Yeah. It worked out for... It worked within their limitations. Exactly. Well. well, we I think we should bring up that this movie was made for $60,000 and made over like 250 million. Oh, it's an impressive incredible profit. It is uh, by far the most profitable movie in movie history actually percentage-wise like to make it would have made a profit either way. <laughs> yeah, like it found it oh yeah, profit. even like a million dollars would be like that that's considered a profit but for 60,000. How much did you say it grossed? Uh, 248 so I to make 100 to make a couple Hundred million dollars on a sixty thousand budget. That's like insane. What's the rule of thumb? It's like you take the budget, you double it. Um, triple it. Marketing, right? Or triple yeah, it. Tri- double, uh, from double the budget, triple for marketing. Yeah. Also, like when if you make a movie for five million, I consider uh, fifteen million and more as yeah, a success. Yeah. So this movie, 
I mean, it made a shitty. They really capitalized it right away with like a the book of the book of shadows. Oh, the original sequel, yeah. which will never be on this. But it's awful. It, it tries to be meta. Oh, you know, the recent one. No, well, the recent one. That one doesn't make sense because it's like my sister corporate's technology. Well, they're they're using <laughs> GoPros. They're using GoPros and drones. But it's like my sister yeah. last year was went missing. Was but they went missing in '94. If they went missing in '94, how do you have these GoPros and drones? Like, it, and and that's when it does yeah. well, I think, like, jump scares, and that's when it, it's part of the. I like going back off. to that idea of like they have a reason to have a camera on, like their documentarian. She's obsessed with getting the footage, yeah. and you know, even like when they're like breaking down a level, and it's like, why the fuck are you still filming? You're yeah. down or they address it, and she's like, it's all I have left. It's yeah. like this is all I can do. This is the only form of power I can hold on to. Yeah, I'm powerless otherwise. And otherwise, even, I'm like fucked. You know, you can even way. make an argument that like the camera is a form of security for them. Oh because, yeah, for sure. You know, you feel like maybe if I'm filming something then maybe I have some sort of like bubble around me. Like I can't, I can't get killed if I'm filming right now, you know, like you want to leave a proof record so that like yeah. at a certain point, even if you were doomed to die, someone finds it and knows what happens to you. And I feel, <laughs> I, I, I feel <laughs> morbid as that is. <laughs> I feel very bad. I, I have a lot of sympathy for these characters, especially since, you know, you get that bench, you kind of get to know them. I feel like I know a couple people who have similar personality traits to like the Heather character you know, this, like, Josh. very... Yeah, Josh. Like, the, I feel like these are very, like, um, relatable characters. So, you know, once they get lost, you know, your heart goes out to them because you saw what they were like. They, you know, they were very innocent going into this. And then, you know, I think it was very smart in the movie to have to remove one of them. And you don't even know how. Yeah. And you find his body part later. Ooh, I don't even know what that was. I think I, I read like, up on the Wikipedia. It was like parts of his tongue, teeth, hair. hair. Yeah. I mean, there was teeth in it, but it's a tell like, very well. The last time you see Josh, he's kind of like comatose. Like, he's just like, he's like unresponsive. Catatonic. Yeah. He's just like and unresponsive. He's, and it's just. He's marked, right? So there's the one morning they wake up. Oh, you see the. Yeah, he yeah. had slime on his stomach. Like, why, oh, yeah. why was it on mine? Why was it just on mine and not anyone else's? And I guess like, okay, well, then you, I guess that was like the witch's way of marking him. And that I think to me, like the freakiest part of the movie is the night where you hear his screams in the mm. distance. That really got to me because it's it's you have to listen closely at first and then you hear it. The cry for help. He's, yeah, okay. It's it's just really uh, and and. Again, is that really him? Is that the witch? Who knows? It's, it's there's so much ambiguity in this movie, and I think that maybe is where uh, a key part of why some audiences don't like this. I think ambiguity is something that people, you know, can take it or leave it, and a lot of audience members want things explained to them. A lot of audience yeah. members don't want things to be left up in the air. They want an answer. If you're going to be from their perspective, from some audience members, if you're sitting with in a movie for ninety minutes. And you never get an answer to any of these questions. You might feel like you got gypped. Yeah. They Especially when you try to solve a mystery. It's like, in a way, like the new movie trying to solve a mystery and then the mystery. Like, I mean, in some ways, yeah, you, you know, the Blair Witch got him, but you don't really know what's happening. It's yeah, you don't know really. You turn the corner or whatever. Like the I imagine. Setting, you say the legend where like, he turns him in the corner. That's the so one thing they set up that does come back. Yeah. It's like, you know, the standing in the corner. Uh, the guy in the beginning, one of the people they interview say, like, yeah, like, they have you stand in the corner. So when you see that at the very end, you're like, oh, no, like, you immediately remember 
and then it just ends. It just it ends so suddenly. Mm-hmm. It's jarring. I wonder what the scores would be if the cameraman actually did pan left and you did see the witch. Like, how would audience like, oh my god, there is something. Did you get something? How would critics react if it was awful? If it was really bad looking? Uh, it could, yeah, it could go either way. It like, could be something that would it be really slightly, or it could be something that was. What kind of universe is that? Were cell phones invented earlier? <laughs> like, it's it sounds the sounds of things. I think is I, I think it's better worked out that way because. Again, you know, the idea of this movie too is you know your imagination runs wild and it's know, that cocking event. The less is more, mm-hmm. and it just it's scary. I think that's what added to the fear. You're you're getting chills toward the end, like mm-hmm. oh my god, like especially when the yeah the teeth and the tongue or toe or whatever, whatever like, that was. That yeah, was, I thought that was like one of the most effective parts when they when his body parts are in that little bundle of sticks. Yeah. I thought that was like that kind of like solidifies something about what's happening to them. It's mm-hmm. no longer just psychological. There is something more. Yeah, like it's not in the person's head. Yeah, and which is fine for like the first, which is fine yeah. for like the sixty percent. Like oh, you follow it, yeah, and then mm-hmm. then this is real. Okay, okay, we're leaving right now. Okay, okay, we're out of here. We're out of here, I'm leaving. Come on, turn it off! I don't want you to kick your ass in the creek either. Help! Please help us! Help us! This is not the way to get out of here. Fuck! I have to say, um, you know, the, the, even though, yeah, everyone knows how this movie ends by now, even though it's my first time watching it, I know the ending. Um, the second they, they say they're going off trail, I'm like, okay, well now this is <laughs> that you're screwed. Like <laughs> never go off trail yeah. you know, when you're hiking, you know, especially if you're doing like a spooky sort of thing. Um, you know, cause then the map, that was interesting with the map with the character, Mike, you oh, yeah, know, kicked it in the creek. He kicked it in the I creek. I never understand that. I think it's, it's like his... It's the frustration because he was frustrated with the map himself because it was just you know it he was, didn't understand it. He it couldn't. Was it was like he couldn't read it. Was. But you know when he. But it, neither could she. It was like. Could she though? I thought she. She thought. She thought. There were better. A lot of distrust. Is what it yeah. was. There's a. Oh, these are uh, dumb people. Foundation distrust. I believe it. I believe these are dumb kids. I believe yeah. that they didn't plan. They did not think this through. Well, they're all depending on her. Right. Yeah. To their like, they rented the equipment. They, like they're even like, oh man, we're gonna be right late on the deposit. Like with the equipment, I'm. Oh, they was renting. I thought they stole the equipment. No, no. Yeah, I thought they, they were renting. I think they, they borrowed it from the school or something. They had to return the equipment, and then like that, and that's again another level of escalating. It's like, oh no, we're gonna be late to return this. Oh no, people are gonna worry that we're missing. Oh no, we are actually missing yeah. and lost. Oh no, we are going to die. Like yeah. it was like actually I totally believe the transition and the urgency of the situation there. Okay, yeah, so at what point do you think to yourself, okay, well we'll get out of here like maybe one more day longer, and then at another point are you like, we're in some serious shit right now, like we're in trouble. Well, I think the moment you kind of like really as an audience member, you kind of like really start to go oh shit is when Heather starts freaking out the whole time Heather's like trying to play cool yeah and then and then once they they they, like go in a circle and get to that tree they get to the same log they're like they're like she just fucking freaks out and And she's composing it too like you can tell like she Mm -hmm. it's like everything's good everything's good she has the one line earlier on where she goes you guys we're gonna laugh about this, yeah. right? Which is what I would be thinking. I would oh, be yeah. thinking that too. Like, if you're in a situation like that, like, okay, once we get out of here, we'll be telling the story for years to come. Behavior is totally believable. Mm-hmm. Yes. How does and that's I guess the supernatural element 
comes in for me when they get to that same log again because they have been walking in the same direction. Like how else could they have gotten to the same log unless there was something fucking with them that's like supernatural? You know, there's no way you can walk in one direction and like come back to where you're. Before. Well, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, let's, I just I, I'm curious how they like did they wrap around and they had a compass then. You would assume they were using a compass properly. If they could, if they could read a map, orienting. If they couldn't read a map, they probably couldn't read a compass, right? That's possible. I think I would have done as like once I found a creek, I would have maybe. We're talking, talking about ghosts, dude. But ghosts mess with electromagnetic forces, and so ah. that compass is all fucked up. So the witch is the witch messing with the so compass. There, maybe. there is there is some some. Can I ask you solid a, pseudoscience behind? Can, can, can I ask you a serious question? What's up? Uh, or to both of you? Sure. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, I am a rational uh, skeptic in the sense that. Um, I'm skeptical of ghosts, but I don't rule that shit out. Like, if you put a Ouija board in front of me, I'll tell you to go the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I'm... I'm well, I don't know. I must you say that as I put the Ouija board out. <laughs> well, I'm leaving. I'm, I don't I don't mess with the dark forces. All right? I, All right, Mary and Williams. I, I don't... All right, Mary and Williams. I don't care. Yes, you can, like a, you can date this. It's saying, like a skeleton key, man. You ever watch skeleton key? You know, voodoo doesn't work unless you believe in it. Wait, who... So you're basically oh, saying that you talk a big game, but you're a big wimp at the end of the day i'm not I'm talking about i'm i'm like openly a wimp i don't <laughs> see i all right fair enough. my I, imagination i, is I would love to, if i'm love alone in a building that's dark i'm gonna hear everything yeah totally i don't i'm totally like on the same board as you yeah. like i know rationally that like there's there can't be such thing as ghosts or witches or anything like that but you know there's always that instinctual part of you that that fear that you know will never totally rule it out. So oh, yeah. you know, watching the Blair Witch or something like you know, you go hiking in the woods and it's you, you camp for the night. You are going to have that fear, like beyond just like bears or something. That mm-hmm. like maybe there is something spooky out there. You see in a house, you go to a decrepit house again. That house at the end of the movie, they got lucky finding that. Like. I, I would be like, I would not go in that house, and <laughs> you know. It's, it is a terrifying house. Even as a production crew working on this movie, I'd be like, no you know, one leave me alone. Prints on in, something that, like that. That was like, so smart. The production assistant must have, must have had so much fun on this. Like, uh, okay, yeah. now go and shake the tent. Uh, yeah, Shake yeah. the tent. Uh, it's, it's the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to they have, um, so the one camera was in color and the other camera, like the, I guess the more the, the the one they planned to use the documentary was in black and white. I like the in, yeah, I like the intercutting of the personal footage with the documentary footage because mm-hmm. like this you're, you're, they were using sixteen millimeter um for the documentary footage and mm-hmm. then the camcorder on VHS for uh, just the kind of behind the scenes stuff. Right. And I like that intercutting and you know mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, and especially since you know you kind of. Um, it was it, it felt so raw even with the black and white like 60 millimeter film it still felt kind of raw you know yeah um it, it I, I like how that was the one you ended the movie on too was like that final documentary and footage it was kind of ironic that they set up to make this documentary and the last thing you see is that documentary style footage before you know who knows what happens at the end no that's the tree we crossed that tree is down that's the same one Oh, God! No. Oh, no. you got to be kidding me! This is a joke! No. This is not funny! Mike, just please stop. Please, please stop. Please stop. 
Please stop. No. No, Mike, it's not the same log. It's not the same log, Mike. Look, it's not. It's not the same log. It's not the same log. Looking up the audience reviews to this movie, usually when an audience review is in the 50s or 60s, you I tend to find more positive mm -hmm. uh, reviews, and I'm like, okay, where are the negatives? Let me, just so I can even it out. This one was overwhelmingly, I would say about maybe 70, 30 negative, like it was 70% negative. Like yeah, I was. It's a lot of main complaint. Without like cursing and everything, boring. I think people were like, they went in expecting this, and from probably from 1999 to now, people are expecting this one thing. I want my money back. Scary thing about this excrement <laughs> is how much money was wasted on it. It sucks. I feel like Trump's writing most of these tweets. It's okay, but the acting is just terrible. I mean, dreadful. Uh, the only time I've ever let the theater completely angry was that I wasted 90 minutes of my life. Complete rubbish. Oh, that is a thing I saw in a lot of these reviews, too, was time. A lot of people, I saw the phrase, waste of time. And again, I, it's like them, it's like if they don't get like a definitive payoff for this movie, they think it's a waste of time. Which is like, you know, I think a kind of a narrow way of looking at movies. You know, you don't have to get like a 100% explanation uh, of like a mythology to get you know is that is that the only thing that you want out of this movie? That's how you view entertainment, and most people aren't so analytical about film going. I don't expect everyone to be in into this movie, but I don't. I wasn't expecting like the overwhelmingly not overwhelmingly, but yeah. the majority of it being that negative. Like also, oh, like, oh yeah, wow, you guys are you guys are lot. picking on this movie. Also, I think not a lot of people are into the found footage style. You know, especially it does get pretty shaky towards the end when you're in the house. Um, I don't think that a lot of people are on board with that. I think yeah, there are reports but of people are getting sick. They, but like, I mean, paranormal finished. activity. But that's like, like a lot of a lot of paranormal activity. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's all it's all nanny cam. Exactly. Yeah. So that's more stabilized. But you, you get a movie like I know people complain about Cloverfield. Exactly, because that's camcorder. Yeah, but Blair. Okay, I'm I'm gonna. I know Blair Witch wasn't the first found footage, so don't. Com don't put it in the comments, but like what was prior to that, uh, Cannibal, Cannibal Holocaust, Holocaust, which is not a movie. I don't think I, I would. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll see it. We'll say this: I'm sure that movie has its fans. Blair Witch brought it to the mainstream, and it's the gold standard for found footage. How about yeah. like? And I would say that was the first time a majority of people were seeing uh, this this type of subgenre. This subgenre. And it's like, oh, with a shaky cam. Of course, there would be shaky cam because they're running away from stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think every other movie after that, it's like, okay, there's too much shaky cam. I think for this movie, you can argue maybe there's too much, but I think for it being like, quote unquote, the first, I think you don't know what what is too much or not too much right. shaky cam. I and think it's all right like, amount. Yeah, yeah. Too much you think that's people. why people hate home movies? <laughs> the production value is just terrible. Well, my dad would chase they don't have my mom a shaky cam back in the day. A lot, of, a, lot of home, a lot of home movies Too much involve shaky cam. kids, and no one likes kids unless they're their own kids. So yeah. that probably will do it. Um, and you know, I, we mentioned before. You know, we were, we're I, I'm a fan of the acting in this movie. 
And I feel like that's something that I've that's seen. Unfair criticism. You know what's like strange too? I was really I thought especially Heather Donahue is like really good in this movie. Yeah. You know what's crazy? She won the Golden Razzie for worst actress for this performance. Fuck like the Razzies, they're they're bullshit. But I think that I think the Razzies are like very like whatever's in fashion. So if it's in fashion eight, the Blair Witch Project. We'll tell. We'll say they're the worst. Yeah. Uh, but I think the scene, which is probably the most iconic scene, where she's holding up the camera to her face and confessing, I thought that was. Um, That's powerful. It is because you know, like again, out of context, you know, I saw this lampooned. I'm aware of the scene, but having followed this character for the entire movie, and this is like right before the end. I am like totally heartbroken for her. Yeah. I I believe it completely, and uh, I didn't know she. Could. The Golden Re- like worst actress. I'm trying to think of movies in the that's '90s. So it's like I don't know. There's some great performances that have gotten Razzies. There's some good movies that have gotten Razzies. There's good soundtracks that have gotten Razzies, and there it's whatever. But, I, uh, yeah, maybe just take it with a grain of salt. Like yeah, I said, absolutely. I, it's like the fashionable thing. It's like okay, well, yeah, everyone at the time, a lot of people were making fun of this movie, so you know, Golden Razzies. It's worth lampooning. Any anything, any good palp. Any good pop culture is worth lampooning. Right. Scary movie always comes to mind with that. Yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. scene, I think I'm, I'm, Simpsons probably made fun of it. Family Guy as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, like family- the, fa- the Family Guy joke that always comes to mind for me is when Brian's doing a, is like a service dog for like a blind guy, and they go to see the Blair Witch, and he's describing the movie. <laughs> and in the theater, he's just like, nothing's happening, nothing's <laughs> happening, nothing's happening. Uh, it's over. Everyone's pissed, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the audience. Right, that was, was like that was like things like that. Like I hadn't seen it, but I was I heard I saw enough references to it that I was aware of kind of the um you know the hate towards it. I guess a movie would not sell well if you like the this is a good psychological thriller. You have to use horror movie, but I always think horror movie at least when I, especially watching this movie is not the right word I would use. Was it accurately advertised? Is the question. Oh, I would, because I think that's the main complaint. A lot of good, a lot of good art house horror, for lack of a better term, um, they get awful audience scores because they're marketed in such a way where it comes people, at night. People things, people no. think they're getting a typical kind of jump scare horror, and then they get some kind of like. Like psychological, like so it's more challenging commentary, and yeah. then like see, Mother, like Mother was advertised as a horror movie, and everyone went to see these fucking environmental drama. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're coming back for the Mother episode, I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> I but, love Mother, <laughs> but, but accurately? Oh, you would accurately. No, but it was marketed perfectly. It was marketed. It, the marketing, I think so yeah. It but was accurately no. Well, you know, it's an unconventional movie that was uh, marketed in an unconventional way. There were good jump scares. It was, I mean, it was the kind of first oh, viral marketing. Oh, right? Did anyone? Granted, we were nine, eight during this during this time. Did anyone cause a fuss? Is like these kids died. Like people thought, like these people really died. Like, did anyone call it, like, you're using these people's footage. I think, oh, I think most of you're exploiting like, these You're exploiting, stuff. like, granted, you're using these kids' foot. Like, if they died in 1994, footage was found in 1995, the movie premiered in 1999. Well, What's I going think, on here? How about, this goes back maybe to what we were discussing before. I think rationally, everyone knew. Belief. Rationally, everyone knew this is just a movie, but again, it taps into that, like, just primal fear of, like, well, what if it isn't? Yeah. Like, it just kind of goes back again to, like, just that irrational part of you that's always a part of you. I wish I would do, like, we could do a beginning. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, like, 
so many negative audience scores that they actually thought those people died. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they would allow this movie yeah, to be yeah, released. It would be like, find Heather and this guy. And Mike. This would be a huge story. If someone found like footage of like these missing people, it'd be all over the news. You know, yeah, like yeah. why wouldn't you have saw news of them in '94? Like, oh, like these soldiers. Personally, I would exploit it and sell it to. Well, yeah, we're a bunch of artless people. I think no I'm, problem with that. I would love to, in the same style of Blair Witch in the beginning, I would love to interview people who were older in the 19, in 1999 mm-hmm. to be like, did you think this was real? Because I feel like some happened. people thought it was real. There, yeah. there at least had to be one. I think so. I, think I remember people thinking it was real. Yeah, oh, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I think even like adults thought so too. Again, this is like the like the first generation of the internet. You, you, people were not as wise to these kind of things yet, so... Yeah. You could not, like, yeah. look up, you know, like, how this movie was made or find the answers. Like, I'm sure there were a lot of things online that perpetuated the rumor that it was real. You found probably more things that, you know, gave you the wrong answer. And the right internet answer. during that time, message boards and some websites. Yeah. Some websites were scary to click on. A skeleton <laughs> followed your mouse. Uh, <laughs> I think it intrigued people, but then ultimately, like... If you think about it, this the, stu- the studio and is talking like critics are like, all right, this is fake, all right? You can talk about it, that it's fake, mm. so we don't cause hysteria. <laughs> yeah. But I think ultimately it intrigued people, and that's all they cared about. Well, I think even at um, I think at uh, the what movie festival did they get into um, Sundance Sundance Film Festival? They put up missing posters nice. of the <laughs> actors. You know, like just to again, like to perpetuate this. They have a concept and they're following through. And the mother to- of Heather thought that her daughter was dead. Oh, uh, it went that far? It went, well, like, it, it went that far. So the actors didn't get to see their premiere in Sundance, or they had to go under That I don't know. <laughs> I, I, they're all wearing mustaches, like, they're, like, That'd all wearing, like, they relinquish the rights to their, uh, identity. To the change their identities. <laughs> oh, that'd be You're weird. Not, no longer Heather. You're no <laughs> you don't really see them. You, like, <laughs> you gotta start a new life. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I... $60,000, like, you, you did it. Yeah, you don't really see, I think, these actors. Well, the actors probably made, like, 200 bucks, right? <laughs> you know what? Uh, hopefully their agent, or if they had an agent, 200 I'm bucks. I'm sure they average did. 200 bucks, eight days, that's at least uh, six, 16 grand. I am so, so sorry for everything that has happened. Because in spite of what Mike says now, it is my fault. Because it was my project. And I insisted. I insisted on everything. I insisted that we weren't lost. I insisted that we keep going. I insisted that we walk south. Everything had to be my way. And this is where we've ended up. And it's all because of me that we're here now. Hungry cold and hunted I love you mom and dad I'm so sorry um, now if you had to talk about the pace of this movie like I said it's like you're getting to that um, what I think is a natural progression of like urgency and like a dire situation, mm-hmm. um, but even though now a lot is happening, they're just getting more and more lost, and they're getting kind of more and more scared. Do you think this movie, though, for what for the little that it is happening, and I'm not saying it's bad that not that much is happening, but for the little that is happening, 
do you think it's too slow? Do you think like, you know, the movie could have maybe been even like a short film? Like, do you think this is even warranting a feature length? Could you have done this in a short film and had like a similar or had a, a, the same results? Well, I mean, it's weird that it exists. Like, I'm surprised this was in theaters. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, it's 120 minutes. No, it's it's. Uh, no, not 120 minutes. minutes. Sorry, it's an hour 20 minutes. I'm dyslexic. Um, it's not, well, it's like hour 20 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's not that long. It goes by That's quickly. like a perfect length for, like, a horror movie. For a movie like this, especially. Yeah, 80 I, minutes. I thought the pace was decent. I thought, like, you know. They shot for eight days. I imagine, like, they... I heard they sh- they edited this movie. It took, like, six months. So they sure. really picked the cream of the crop of the best footage. Yeah. I'm sure they improv a lot. I would, they I, probably didn't have, like, a super... I think it, well, it was. I'm sure I imagine it's, like, script. it's like, like, you can do a short film, but, you know, what? these scenes are really good that the actors did. Why yeah. not, like... It would be a shame to not see it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's only, like, a little less than 90 minutes. It doesn't feel long to me. No, it I, goes by. I, I, like I said, I, I, I feel like enough was happening that, again, like, they're fighting, they're bickering, there's tension. You know, when you find out that, you know, uh, first they lose the map and they're arguing at, at uh, Heather, then Mike reveals he purposely destroyed the map and you're only yeah. at him. Like, there's enough happening. There is tension here. In fact, I feel like... Even without a supernatural element, you could have done a movie of just three kids getting lost in the woods. Yeah. And good, that could have been something. It's a good way. Like, I mean, to, he made a whole movie with Robert Redford being stuck on a yacht in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Finding Nemo. These are kind of... Finding Dory. This are Gravity. These are kind of movies my dad describes as uh, predicament movies. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's kind of just a way to kind of like, like describe them. Like you're kind of stuck in one sort of thing the whole movie. He doesn't like that. But I, I like the coin. I like how he coined that term. Yeah. After the end of the first act, your dad turns to you like, I guess he's stuck in a predicament. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a pickle, I guess. <laughs> um, I, I like the townspeople too. I even, you know, what? I, my favorite two were the um, the guys fishing, the last two people they oh. see, because they first of all they seem like two guys who hate each other. And uh, like, the one guy, the one guy is like trying to tell them about the rumor, like it's haunting out of here. And the other guy's like, shut the fuck up. We don't know what you're talking about. That's stupid. You're my, favorite. my favorite was like the mom holding the baby and the baby was like, no, no stop. Yeah. She, the, that was the most realistic. That was, was like, realistic. Like, oh, wow. Like, that was amazing. I, I think that was this, uh, that one part I would like to think that's what made people go like, oh, wait, it's not is true. the Blair Witch real? Yeah. 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 yeah, like, yeah. That felt like they felt, I mean, they were no, talking no, to real no, people. Oh, don't say it. That they they yeah that was like a cool moment. I'm sure they like interviewed a lot of people and again narrowed it down. And that was a good find for that one where like the little girl. It was, was a fun day scared. in town when the when yeah. the camera crew came in and just said, "Hey, want to be in our movie?" And, you know, like you know, Sebastian and I like you know we've gone camping. I went with you guys the one time. You've mm-hmm. gone a bunch of other times with uh, a few of other friends and. You know, when they're shopping for groceries and picking up things, yeah. that felt relatable. Yeah. Like, this movie sticks because it's relatable. If you're a young person, you've gone camping, or you've made a film, or you're just goofing off with your friends, yeah. this is the kind of stuff you do. Absolutely. I yeah. felt bad uh, for Josh when he's like, does anyone have a cigarette? Yeah. I feel like him at that moment needed a cigarette. Yeah. Oh, and if anything, he's about to lose his mind. And he's holding it in, and they're like, because they're smoking throughout, like, they're smoking in the early beginning of that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're smoking the uh, motel, mm-hmm. and it's just like, I thought they bought a pack, and it's just like, 
Man, I feel for you, brother. Yeah. Man, I feel for you. you like, yeah. you need, of all the people who need one right now. So I'm going to start with death in the woods. I need a bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, at that point, if not then, when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The perfect exactly. actor is the witch is hunting you. Um, I mean, I, I, too, like, they're theorizing, like, are we, is someone following us, you know? Like, I would think, too, like, someone's fucking with us. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would I'm think. happy they didn't show, like, it, it was, like, you know maybe like redneck rednecks or people fucking with them i'm happy it didn't go that route like they I'm made, made a reference to deliverance so like yeah, i'm happy yeah, didn't go, i'm happy it didn't go that route and i'm happy the cameraman did not pan left and show like the blair rich i just think i yeah. think of uh, psycho yeah. and jaws where we just the yeah. our imagination went wild even if they did pan left people wouldn't have been satisfied i don't think no because then again like your imagination is creating what you think it is and they wanted them to defeat the blair witch or i would like to see a costume right? that's ultimately what or they just wanted, like right? you see the blair witch at the end when they you know it, they killed them once and for all whatever it is um now you guys are you guys saw this recently i remember seeing this this I, this was a blockbuster rental mm-hmm. um and I remember being disappointed. Like I'm like, really? I, I did go like, what the fuck? Like, mm. what? Like that's how it ends. And I, so you were a philistine. Well, I feel like that was the risk. Yeah, it, it's, it put the grapes <laughs> in my mouth. Put the grapes <laughs> in my mouth. Uh, no, but I, I think it's a. Uh, that's like the response that they wanted. That's the response yeah. that they got. Yeah. And it's just like, god damn it, man. Like, well, you know, it maybe it pissed off a lot of people, but I, it makes it show. makes sense the more every time I watch it. Just like yeah. she's tripping, she sees. I she really, sees Josh in the corner. I she really, trips. I really admire what this movie did. Um, the imagery, I think that really got to me too. When they find like that one field of like voodoo imagery, like there's oh, yeah. stuff hanging up in the trees that is definitely meant for them. That really like the stacked rocks. Yeah, the stacked rocks in front of town. It's like, what is going on here? You but know. I am thinking about like eleven year old, twelve year old me going like. This isn't the movie you bring to a sleepover because people, this is a movie you watch by yourself where you're you're gonna get more out of it because if you bring it to a sleepover people are gonna be like boring yeah and yeah. I feel like that's unfortunately how most or not most fifty six percent of audiences is, is it like now is it like more boring than like Halloween or something I mean you know that's a slasher movie but that's like you get to see the killing he's a slow moving like turtle with a fucking kitchen knife and people can't get away from him like <laughs> I, I think I, I, I unfortunately think a lot of modern day audiences would maybe uh, in the here and now we would probably uh, with the new Halloween they might see something different I think but they, if they go back and watch like the 1970s movie they'd be like oh people freaked out yeah, over this yeah. well, I, think, I think the difference is that they had a villain they had someone to root against yeah. And they had like a some someone to root for, like a, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They, had a, they had heroes, and they had, they had like, you know, and ultimately the guy was defeated, right? Or they someone survived, right? So like, I guess that's the main difference. But in terms of like, I mean, there were some decent jump scares. There was like some good tension. I talk about know, characters. There was a decent creep factor. I mean, oh, I was like creeped out pretty good. This movie is like all about atmosphere, and you know, I think from what I've read too, some people didn't like the characters. I guess because you know they're bickering and yelling and stuff. You know, some people are like, just didn't like them. And so if you don't like the characters, I guess, then it's hard to like the movie. So like, but if you didn't like the characters, to the people out there who didn't like the characters, how would you react in that situation? I feel like everyone in that situation would be unlikable. I, I found them like, okay, there were, there were unlikable aspects, but they were human. 
and they were in a shitty situation, and I feel like everyone would act that way. Whether they knew it or not, what they were watching is, like, what their behavior would have been, mm. you know, and how they act on camera. Because everyone on camera acts like a douche. Yeah, you show you know, off, like, yeah. you know. Uh, I think it's easier for like someone to say, "Oh well, if I was in that situation, I would have done the smart thing that would yeah. have like saved me." And it's like, okay, yeah, like it's easy to say, like you've got some yeah. plan, but like you don't know, you would have been pissing your pants like anyone else, probably. Yeah. You know, I, I, if I was if I was waking up in the middle of the night to like people screaming in the distance, I, I, I'm, I would. There are like babies in the distance. Like, oh some yeah, you hear like, children laughing in one. Yeah, thing. I don't think I would sleep. Like, I, like it, it's, it's not even, it's not even like, let's take a, like, I, look, I don't know how I would react in a situation, but when they're like, oh, I'll take first shift, I, I don't be like, no one takes shifts, no one's sleeping, we're, we're, we're in this together, we're in this together, I'm sorry. Been, I think it would have been cool, like, I like the idea, like, there should have been, like, a, a part where, like, they're just so tired that they don't even, like, put a tent up, they just, like, they're, I mean, I guess they're scared, so the tent is kind of like a shield, but, like, I th- I would like a moment where they're so like tired or they just end up falling asleep and they just wake up in the middle of the night. That would be cool. Yeah. Like if they just like fell asleep like around like daytime and then just like woke up and it's pitch black. Oh my gosh. Like, we just woke up. We don't know where we are. Like, yeah, exactly. like, yeah, that, yeah. That, no, that's, that's true. You probably would like eventually just give in, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and then you're screwed. Um, I mean, uh, the one part where they do have to run out of the tent you know, because the tank is not over. They that is like they spend the rest of the night yeah, hiding somewhere down, else, hiding yeah. down somewhere else in the woods. But again, that has to be terrifying because now you're just waiting till dawn. Yeah, it's like, and then you see it's like just as it's getting a little bit bright. It's okay, we can walk back mm-hmm. to our tent. And having camped, sometimes those nights just seem to last forever. Sometimes the sun never. Comes the ground up, is very well, unforgiving. Well, yeah. that and also it's like your 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 um your circadian rhythm actually starts to work. Cause like you don't really, it doesn't work when you're like living your life. Cause you have, you know, lights and lamps and stuff like that. But like when you're in the wood, come eight o'clock PM, sun sets, it's basically nighttime and you're tired. <laughs> you're, yeah. yeah. You want to sleep. You don't have a reason to stay up. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. After day four of like just having nothing but like nature around you, yeah. you have to like kind of like submit to like this, the natural cycle. Exactly. Of the day and so night. yeah, I think you get a, a submission of it, you know, so you yeah. better, you get a big cross eyed mentally, like just yeah. like, Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be that. I think the worst day too in this movie is when Josh is missing and like there's nothing they can do and that's like I think the shortest day oh yeah I think like it's just like it's morning they're like Josh Josh I want to wait and then just they just go they just leave then it's like they have no choice yeah. and then it's nighttime again they hear him screaming like that's like the shortest day and I find that like that's probably the worst day psychologically because it's like well we just lost someone now yeah you know like what do you do then because nothing can you imagine that like it's like oh Josh oh you might, I think it was uh, must be by the river no he would have heard me. like yeah. imagine that like you're already at like your loose ends, and all of a sudden, yeah, your your friend goes missing. I'm shocked at like how it's out of fifty six. I can understand people thinking it's boring, mm-hmm. but uh, I this movie has stood the test of time as like a genre. Yeah, founding like, or like the gold standard of the what? found footage genre. I think his divisiveness has worked in its favor. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if everyone liked it, it would be less interesting. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. 
I think it's, I mean, the other found footage films, I mean, a lot of people really, I think like Cloverfield, for example, is a fairly well-liked movie. I don't know if people really go back to that one as much anymore. You know, um, people like remember it somewhat. Blair Witch, I think, you know, it's not like the most relevant film anymore, but it's definitely like landmark, I would say. Yeah. You know, everyone's heard of it and it made a really big wave and, um, Influential for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely influential. Where are you? Come on, Josh. I'm getting downstairs. Come on, I hear him downstairs. Come on, Josh. Josh, Josh, is that you down there? Okay, so I think um, a lot of us are in agreement here. You know, again, it's a really big difference in uh, the critical score. I had it right in front of me, and then I lost it. Uh, uh, the critical score is 87%. Yes, 87% for, for critics, and then only 56% approval from audiences. Sebastian, like, what if you had to give this, like, a percentage of approval... I know it's, just, it's kind of arbitrary, but like, give us like a range or something. Like, you know, what would you what would you say is like your sort of feeling about like a, a fair sort of like grade for this movie? I mean, it's tough to think about the movie just on its own. Like, I know there's the context is important, but it's cultural relevance. But yeah, yeah. By on its own, like, what do you think this movie um, is warranting? Yeah, I mean, I'm I get eighty. Yeah, I I was I'm like between seventy five and eighty percent. Okay. I, mean, I, I liked it just fine. I enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't like mind blowing. Um, I'm surprised people didn't like it as much as I did. But uh, yeah, I think I think 80 is a fair score. Okay. Like yeah. I saw, like this was good. Yeah. You know, we liked it for what it was. I thought it was satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keith. Uh, the movie on its own, I would give like an 84. But I think. Over time, you know, after 20 years, with all the cultural impact, I would probably just bump it up to like a B plus. Like, yeah, like give it, like, yeah. give it at least like. I think 87 is kind of perfect. I think just in hindsight of yeah. everything that's happened, yeah, it's because of power. For sure. But if I the movie on its own, yeah, I'd probably give it an 84. I think it's impressive. That I you know I saw this the first time, and I think it's still kind of like scary for people like. You know, with all with all like the technology in the world, you can make a movie like this and just have people like running around the woods and making like, you know, anyone can make this movie basically. Yeah, I find that impressive that it's so effective and it's something that anyone can make. I think it taps into a pretty primal fear. Yeah, yeah ex- exactly. You know, it's basically like that unknown. You know, when yeah. you're seeing shots of the dark into the dark, dark woods, that is really tapping into something. So, and also the. The way they prepared for this movie, the way they stayed in character, the way they the way they shot this movie, mm-hmm. I think that why I make it more like it's worthy of its tomato score. I totally tip yeah, my hat. Like the amount of work they put in, they thought it out. Yeah, for sure. How do you make this convincing? Where other movies I think can fall. Oh, we'll figure this out later or something. Yeah, like that. I would give this personally a higher. I would give this a ninety. Really? Ooh. Okay. I I feel like it's for what it's had to do. It's very effective. Um, it definitely gave me the chills. 
and I um, I found it a very haunting movie. Yeah. I, I did. I feel like it's um, the very like you know this the celluloid itself, like the imagery itself, like the movie itself is kind of haunted. I, I don't know. It's it's so unsettling that it lingered with me, and that is something that um, for me at least it's it's something I have to give bonus points to. Maybe not like the most rewatchable movie. Um, every once in a few years. Yeah, like, every once in a while. I think it's definitely something that is worth seeing and everyone should, you know, judge for themselves. I'm sure we'll know some people who are like, ah, that wasn't scary at all. Yeah. That's totally fine. I, I think a thing with me and the blur, I mean, I like, like I said, I liked it. But it's like, it is so weird that it actually made it into theaters that it became. Maybe like, against all odds. Again, like, I mean, because, like, if you just, if someone just, if you had, if you had no idea what a blur was, if you were just like, Homeschooled your whole life, you had no idea of pop culture. Sure. And like, and someone was like, "Hey, man, I made this movie," and you showed him like the Blair Witch. You'd be like, "Oh man, this is an excellent student film." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty well done. Oh, it's very impressive. Well, yeah, um, exactly. Then if you told him it was in fucking theaters and made like, a major, a movie. major, like a major like millions major. of dollars, he'd be like, "What the heck?" So like, this whole movie made it like yeah. all this money. Yeah. That, that is pretty impressive. It is kind of like a sixty thousand dollar home movie, and uh, you know maybe the word. Of mouth is what really helped it. I mean, again, the marketing for this movie uh, was effective enough to maybe elevate it from perhaps a limited release to a basically like a pop culture movement. You know, this yeah. was definitely something that caught everyone's attention. I can see half the audience like on opening night. Like I could see packed audiences from like all day, but half of the audience being like, mm. this is really good. This is a really good movie. And half the audience being like, Nothing fucking happened, but yeah. you know what? Like, like it, it's I I understand the audience score. Yeah, but for me, I would it, it's worthy of its tomatoes. Absolutely understanding, and you know, at the end of the day, it's a movie that people talked about at length. Yeah, at length. That's what matters. I put it in my time capsule, and you know, if even if it pissed people off, I mentioned this before um, on another episode we did, but. If it pissed people off, then that's better than having them feel nothing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'd rather a movie piss me off than make me feel nothing. If you forget it, the worst of a movie being forgettable. Yes. Yeah. That it, is the worst. I doubt the Blair Witch Project would ever fade into obscurity. Yeah. You're pissed off. You're going to be satisfied for your whole life. You'd be angry about spending money about it. But that's, that's better than seeing a movie that's, you know, cute yeah, and then never having to think about that it. That to me again. is a movie that's a waste of time. People were thought about this, but a waste of time is a movie that basically you forget you even saw. Yeah, that's literally like taking stealing time from your life. Yeah. So um, again, I tip my hat to this one, and I guess we're all in agreement. The three of us are unanimous, unanimously siding with the critics. Absolutely. On yeah. this film, so that's where this podcast you got it right this time um, <laughs> <laughs> all right all right I'll see we'll next time you you're gonna come back when we do mother you gotta come back we'll see about the that the critics got that one right too or did they hate it as well nah I'm not or was that, was that I'm not a big fan or the or did uh, both the audience and the critics uh, agree with each other and despise I think it has an F on cinema score but we'll talk about that on the uh, when you come back Sebastian sure. we'd we'll love to have you well maybe we'll bring you back I don't know if you're a good kid <laughs> all of you all right well thank you for joining us. Thanks, anyway, Sebastian, for joining us, and uh, please join us again for another divided film. Thanks.